Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Andy from Holy Batcast. So you can check out the show wherever you found this show, Holy Batcast, and then find the show all over social media, also just by searching the name Holy Batcast. It's a lot of holy. It's so much. It's so holy. (laughs) Almost as holy as Superman. Almost. Just almost. It's, you know, we try. (laughs) And speaking of Superman, today on Man of Steel, we're talking about number 88, which starts with Kal-El finally able to get his hand on the escape pod to save Lois Lane. Um, And then the minute uh, ends with Lois Lane explaining to Kal-El that uh, they they mind-probed her for information. They did something to her. Um yeah, I, I love the, the music and the shots used uh, in this beginning of this minute to get the heart racing. Uh, like I said yesterday, like it really gets you um, kind of worried that they're not going to make it in time. Like this, the shots that they use like make you feel like the escape pod is about to hit uh, the surface of the planet. Like, uh, and it kind of like messes with your uh, perception a bit. So you think like, oh, he's not going to save Lois Lane in time. Um it really comes down to the wire to save her is what it feels like, which uh, is great uh, in uh, getting that danger level for the audience so that they get a little hyped up. Um, right, bef- so she's crashing. They, I love the the look that they give each other. Like, like even like, are you gonna save me in time? Because yeah. I'm trapped in this escape pod. Uh, even he's uh, a little bit freaked out. Yeah. Him just so like, what do I do? I guess I'm just gonna punch. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I'm just gonna punch him. So he punches uh, the escape pod door. Uh, kind of scary as well because you're like, are you sure you're not going to hit Lois Lane when yeah. you punch through that, that door? So he punches the door and he rips out the, the door for the escape pod and he goes flying behind him and then he's able to grab her, get her out of the escape pod right before the escape pod just crashes into the earth and engulfs them in flames. Um, so which exciting. Is, yeah, it, it yeah, the danger <laughs> level is up there. <laughs> it goes in flames, and you don't get to see what happened because it it, it changes scenes uh, to a dog barking. To um, and kind of how do you feel about that? How do I feel about the dog? Yeah, all dogs are great. Ten out of ten. Yeah, where's that Twitter account that rates dogs? That's the thing. They should, yeah, <laughs> and they always rate them like above ten. Like, all right. You're like, why do you do that? Because all dogs are great. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Um, do, I don't want to skip any further. Do you guys have anything to say about the skate pod um, crashing bit? The, I I always really liked the way he like cocks his hand back before he's gonna go punch. Like it's just, it's just so Superman like. It's just classic. I love it. <laughs> and I I gotta agree about that moment where their eyes lock. Like that's a it's just a great little beat in there where, uh, you know. They're both freaked out. He's freaked out because he's still figuring this out. He doesn't quite know what to do, but he knows he's got to save her. And she's panicked because she can't do anything. So it's just a nice little connection between the two of them before he does save her. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's it's exciting. The The music is, is excellent here. And, uh, you know, it uh, goes just to the last minute where he, he grabs her just in time for uh, right before the pod hits the, the ground. Mm-hmm. Get it? Because the minute by minute podcast. I get, I get last it. Last minute. This is okay, cool. This is, I think this needs to be uh, the main episode of this entire show. <laughs> okay. 
What are you it's thinking about it? It's questionable. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Right before, um, you know, we find out what what's going on with the dog. Well, right before, right after. Um, <laughs> so the dog's barking. Mm-hmm. We don't know what he's barking at. We think he's barking about the escape pod that crashed Lois Lane and Superman. You think? Even, well, I mean, you don't know what else happened. or You don't know what's coming up yet in the I film. Guess. Like If you're seeing it for the first time, you think the dog barking, Martha Kent now enters the, the shot, kind of looking off in the same direction, like, what is going on out there? <laughs> Opens the screen door. Very, you're still not sure what she's looking at. So it creates a lot of suspense. But in your head, you're trying to put two and two together, and you're like, oh, maybe they're looking out into the distance to see the escape pod like maybe some smoke or fire coming from the distance, maybe Superman and Lois Lane, or see what happened. Maybe they got hurt. Maybe they didn't make it. Um, but then you start hearing some some sounds, some very really cool alien sounds. sounds, some very Boom. not Superman, Lois Lane explosion sounds. Uh, and you're kind of wondering, uh-oh, what is going on here? Because it's not what I'm thinking of. And then we get the next shot, which is, this beautiful establishing shot of this Kent farm with these two Kryptonian attack ships behind some trees with like this really um, great lighting. It's again, Smallville in this film is treated as like the most serene part of the entire world. It is never not beautiful to be in Smallville. Yeah. And you have Mm -hmm. these two very daunting, uh, terrifying alien ships on this farm just hovering with like their lights uh peeking through the the leaves of the tree and whatnot this is one of like wait hang on this has been one day right since when zod like i don't know how how long do you think this has been since when uh they came down and picked up lois this is and the day after the ufo showed up and he gave his message so this is still one day when lois and and cal went into the black zero right still this the, same the same day, day. same day so this is like, there's been a lot of alien ships happening in this entire movie. And like, I don't know, I feel like the whole rest of the world should still be up in an uproar. You know what I mean? They are. I don't know. It's just oh, not, they it's be. Just, I don't, I mean, that's what I'm asking. Why wouldn't they be? I don't know. No, I think they are. Either way. <laughs> People in Smallville right now, if they saw these ships coming down to the Kent farm, feel like people should be freaking out oh yeah and i um we got we talked about it last week where pete ross got out of his car headed to ihop and yeah it happened last week no that happened yeah because no they were lois lane and uh joel were um yeah they were they were first doing their little duo thing on the ship and yeah pete ross got out of his car and there were two attack ships headed for smallville and he still went to work so it was like yeah are you sure it was last week all right it's not jumping ahead um (laughs) he was he gets out of his car he's ready for work it's two in the attack ships going straight to smallville and he's like i'm still going to work yeah we're gonna see him later we're gonna see him later in the film act the ihop and it's like a vice okay so yeah so this is not the first time alien ships have been in smallville it's still the same scenario. It's still the same day. It's a lot of Wait, alien these activity. are the attack ships. That is still the same day. These are still these are the ones that we saw earlier. Yeah, you're right. They <laughs> left the Black Zero. Okay. Yeah. So still two alien ships in a small town. That's 
That's enough for me. Yeah, people should be freaking out, right? I'm closing down shop. Just closing down shop. No, they're still going to be hanging out, which doesn't make any sense. But we'll get there. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, to me, this is, if I had to do, like, one shot in the film, that's, like, to me, I don't know, it's so, this movie's so beautiful at times. I can't pick just one. But this is one of the, to me, one of the top beautiful scenes it's just like the the way these alien ships are barely yeah. um, they're not clearly shown they're hiding in the trees they're behind the kent farm and the the sounds and the noise that they make and the dust that it's blowing uh and then she kind of just steps out and so mm-hmm. you get martha kent in the side of the the shot to me it's like concept art come to life oh yeah and absolutely. i think it's, i think it's beautiful yeah it's still it definitely you know sets in stone the fact that this is at the end of the day a first contact movie mm-hmm. and we you know always say yeah and this this shot is awesome because as you pointed out smallville is shot very beautifully and idealistic in the peaceful small town um so to see this this cold dark metal invading ship land in smallville you know it's a a nice contrast of of uh, showing you know that even even this small town isn't isn't safe from these invaders but it's just a nice dramatic contrast too of of the the beauty of small town and then this this invading force coming in mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then even more so um these aliens are with martha kent now and there is no mm-hmm. superman because he's preoccupied so mm-hmm. the audience right now they're going like oh no danger she's in trouble because oh, yeah. <laughs> you have two uh ships full of aliens and one um uh, mildly old lady <laughs> uh, by herself uh it's, it's a very you know you don't know what's going to happen to martha kent you know he's already lost jonathan kent is he mm-hmm. going to lose his his mother as well it's you know it's it's very you don't know what they're going to do especially where a film is is uh experimenting so much with the superman mythology you don't know if they're going to kill off martha kent in this film for once so for once i'm serious <laughs> um but it changes, so you don't get to see what's happening in this minute. But it changes back to what happened with Lois Lane and Superman. Uh, you get a lot of smoke, a lot of uh, the aftermath of the explosion of the escape pod. Um, but then very gracefully and peacefully, like a um, one of those uh, one of those things that you it's got the ballet dancer that you open the box and it's like twirling. Oh, they twirl yeah. down from <laughs> yeah. from from midair. Uh, spinning around very peacefully and gracefully. Um, not sure why. <laughs> but yeah, they do just elegantly. Oh, you didn't know that? You you spin to, to lower your, your speed from falling? That's what you're supposed to You're supposed to spin, especially when you have two people and a cape. I'm making crap up, don't man. Know, don't yeah. listen to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know Fake why. cape, though. Fake? Yeah, CGI cape. I remember seeing uh, the on the DVD extras, the wires and... This whole scene, because like I think it's in tomorrow's. The whole scene is fake. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow's minute. There's a funny thing that happens, and I remember it being in the extras. And uh, yeah, no cape. Hmm. So do you think the cape kind of protected them? Like you know, a good question for Andy. Uh, do you think his cape protected from like the fire of the explosion as well? You know, instead of just ah. his whole body. Perhaps I mean it is it is Kryptonian fabric, right? It came yeah, from right? the ship, so uh, it, maybe it's a little more durable than. Uh, than our fabrics here on Earth. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it could have helped. And then, of course, he 
he made a human shield of himself or a Kryptonian shield of himself as well. Ah, so. that's a yep. Yeah, good correction. Yeah. <laughs> you so see, you uh, <laughs> see that in um, what was it, Batman Forever? That happens with the f- the Batman using the cape, the fire, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's yeah. and he, yeah. he like flip yeah. he flips a switch and it turns like neon, like everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yes, yeah. that does happen. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Did you say unfortunately? I said unfortunately. Why? You don't like that one? It's, Forever? I never said I didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> I watched it the other day and I was like, this the is neon. actually not that bad. The neon is what gets you. I like that film. Not the best, but I still like it. Um, Let's see. So they come down. Um, Lois Lane is kind of uh, freaked out, not just because of the, the crash, but um, she... She's like, oh, like, um, what did she say? She's like, I'm so sorry, but like, they, I yeah, tried not I didn't to tell, want to them, tell anything, them anything, but they, but they did something to me. And s- it cuts off right there. So does that mean, if her explaining this, does that mean like they, she knows that she's in Smallville, and they know that they're like, oh, well, I'm like two miles away from my house. Like, is that why? Why would she? Why is that the first thing that she's explained to him? Like, I'm sorry, I didn't want to tell him anything, but they because she's been fighting. Um, Recently, the like past two weeks, she's just been fighting to keep uh, Superman's secret a secret now because before oh, okay. she'd been fighting you, yeah. for this information right. so she could put it out there uh, and you know win more Pulitzer prizes and whatnot. And then she's just recently come to realize that she's wrong as a person because that's Superman's greatest superpower is to influence people. And so he inspires her to be a better person. And then she's like, this is wrong. I should respect this man because he's actually a person and he's not just a story. And then she's like, no, nah, I really care for this person. So, like, I need a fight to keep this guy's this guy secret a secret. I don't know how else to say it. Um, <laughs> and so, like, you know, and then he, you know, she has to feel sorry every time someone gets information out of her. She's like, I'm sorry. They, you know, they, they found out. They found out this. They found out that. Like, she, she does it. Uh, she did it weeks ago. Um, when uh, Northcom found out Superman's location, and super, and like, she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like, this is how it ended." And he's, or she's like, "It would have ended this way either way." But yeah, she she's always uh, sorry that they find out information about him yeah. through her. Well, yeah, I mean, at this point, they're they're partners in crime. She's the one who willingly goes onto the Kryptonian ship uh, to try and save additional lives. So at this point, she and, you know, she and Superman are partners in this. And so you're right. She had made the decision to, instead of exploiting him, to attempt to protect him. And uh, so I think that, yeah, she was just feeling guilt that even though she had every intention of, of protecting and helping him, they ended up getting information from her and she... She felt bad about it. I, I I like that this was her first response after being saved. Is that um, she wants him to know that that she would have never willingly given him up, and at the same time, probably letting him know like, all right, you know, they they do know stuff now, and you know, we're gonna have to, you know, adjust to to fix that or whatever. So I think that you know, it's a nice character moment of of her showing her integrity of. Uh, of really being the one person, at least at this point, you know, one of the few people that he can truly trust that she's 100% on his side. Yeah. I would not have liked it if like her first lines were like, I know how to defeat them or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Show that you care about this other person. Like let's, you know, to me that is more important 
in the long run than and the should be personally then yeah. yeah then plot you know like i know how to defeat them we got to do this like man worry about like i don't know <laughs> i don't know well they're already building that re- they're building that relationship and that trust and you're right at this point she thinks she has a, she thinks she has some time she doesn't know that uh things are about to go bad over on the the kent farm but uh it does make sense for for her relationship her responsibility and and her guilt that uh she lets him know what exactly what happened um before they get to all right now let's come up with a plan because your dead your dead dad talked to me and here's what he said (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely i do like that they have to establish you know the uh, the compassion between one another. That's it's still it's it's, it's it's you know it's Superman and Lois Lane. I'll give it to right. You. Good old Lois and Clark. Yep. Um, it cuts off there. Um, do you guys have anything for this minute? Um, no, like I that? think I think that's it. It uh, it's uh, again, it's just a weird cutoff. But hey, we'll get there. Yeah, this one <laughs> this one cuts off in a way that I don't like. Um, but that rarely happens, which is crazy. Um, Andy, did you have anything else for this minute? Uh, no, just a, a good one. A nice, exciting start to see that, that Superman Lois Lane save. Uh, and then, you know, the impending doom over at the Kent farm that, you know, now even poor Martha's not safe. And then, uh, and then again, I really like the, the additional building of the relationship between Clark and Lois, which I think is, is so important to both characters. It's important to the film. So to take that moment after the save to uh, continue to create that connection, I think is, is really nice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, we'll get more into that tomorrow. Cause we still got a little bit of another part of this little uh, moment between uh, Lois and Clark, uh, but we'll get that tomorrow. So today we're going to go ahead and wrap up. If you love everything you hear, Definitely check out uh, Holy Backcast with Andy, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.